Hello, bonjour, welcome uh, to the Jerick Show. I, as always, am your devilishly handsome host, Javad Malik, where we talk about... <laughs> I see the graphics are playing up, but uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Jerick Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Crone. Timely topics, poorly presented. I'm not one to blame the intern, but, you know, I will blame the intern on the graphics getting messed up. So let's call in the intern. Mr. Eric Crone, how are you doing? <laughs> That's about as clever as I can be today, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing okay. And that is different as opposed to... Oh, now, come on. You you wound me. You oh, Deeply, no. you wound me. <laughs> You're like a rhino. Nothing can penetrate that thick skin or thick head. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably not wrong you're probably not wrong no i'm doing okay man how you doing yeah good good it's friday so you know can never really complain that it's a friday true but, story uh, but true yeah story. no this has been a great week where i've been feeling like a really old man so uh, uh if you just allow me to indulge you which is oh please <laughs> indulge yeah oh yes 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 so i've had blood drawn because like blood stuff blood pressure my doctor i also had a really interesting conversation with uh, someone about diabetes uh, and uh, that wasn't fun and then I, I i spent like 30 minutes inside one of those MRI, mri tubes like uh, getting some scans done wow okay yeah and, i know and, and you talk about me being old <laughs> i know i know i think it's infectious <laughs> I, I think it's infectious. You've just, you're like, you know, hanging around with you too long. But, but, get this out. NHS, it was all free. Didn't cost me a dime. Oh, Isn't man. Don't that, even tell me that. That, just, that just hurts, man. <laughs> that hurts. That's okay. You know, we, we spend our five or six or seven or $800 a month on insurance and then get the huge bill afterwards, too. So, I mean, it's it's part of what we do over here in America. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 preposterous. What what it's just absolutely beggar's belief uh that you know this is how your healthcare system works. Anyway, something anyway. else that beggar's belief. Oh yeah. <laughs> LastPass says employees' home computer was hacked and corporate vault taken. There is just so much to unpack just in that one 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 headline. I do not know where to begin, but someone was using their home computer, not just to access emails and stuff, but they had access to the corporate vault. The corporate vault, which when you're a password management service, is your crown jewels. It's like a banking employee working from home on their own machine, which you have no control over, and going into the back end of the mainframe and like, you know, running your jobs or, or, or something. I probably said that there's probably some banking people out there thinking, yeah, we do that all the time. Right. Uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, directly, I don't mean in a, in a virtual desktop environment or something like that. But what, what's your take on this, Eric? I just, again, I mean, again, right. And, and I used to recommend LastPass. I, mm. I liked it as a product. But like we said, oh, I don't know, a week or two ago when they last got breached again, again, they obviously have some issues with their corporate culture and 
how they're handling this kind of stuff. I mean, it just, and, and maybe it's just me because I'm still pissy about them doubling the price, <laughs> but you know, everything was a reasonable price. They came in, they were acquired by go to, I think, uh, or yeah. log me and log me and bought them and basically doubled the price of the stuff. And now we see this stuff going on over and over again. So GoTo also had a breach, you know, and these are all sister companies under LogMeIn, which uh, I used to use LogMeIn actually uh, when I was working for an MSP. It was a great little remote access product. So like, it's not that I hate these products, but clearly, clearly they're not in a position to be handling something as important as people's, um, you know, vaults like this. I, I just don't know. I mean, the technology sound, I'm not really worried about the passwords being stolen, but again, this just is such a bad flavor. It is. It is. It's, it's for me, it comes down to trust. It's not yeah. so much that the, the technology is flawed. Like you said, I'm not that worried about the, 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 the vault being cracked itself, but it just uh, how much do you actually trust the company? And, and to be clear, I'm not, victim blaming here i'm not saying that oh. there's, there's an issue but if you're a password manager service today in this day and age you are probably one of the juiciest tar you've got the biggest target painted on your butt so you need to act accordingly and i think that is the the failing like you know it seems like it's being run as just another software company or a SaaS product and it's a lot more than that you know, we talk to a lot of people, um, mm -hmm. and when we're at conferences, we talk to companies, we talk to organizations, and I know I, I definitely promote the idea of using password vaults because password reuse is obviously a huge issue, but I don't know about you, but I always get the question, well, isn't it dangerous to keep all your stuff in one place? And what happens if something happens to the company? I'm tired of having to explain this when this kind of stuff happens. It's like a race to the bottom between them and T-Mobile at this point, right? It's like, how can we screw things up yeah. worse than the other? You know, maybe they're going for an award. I don't know. I don't know how your, your football and stuff works over there. But over here, our American football, if you do horrible that year, you get first pick of players next year around. So maybe mm. that's what they're trying to do is they're, they're trying to go for some subsidies by screwing up as badly as possible i i just i don't even know it's just getting really really kind of ridiculous it is how's your blood pressure shall we move on to the next story I, yeah we, we should probably <laughs> I'm, I'm testing my meds right now I think. <laughs> okay so u.s marshal service suffers major security breach that compromises sensitive information Senior law enforcement officials say, well, yeah, this was ransomware hitting the marshal service. Now, who are the marshals? Because you know what I, I hear. So, so this might be a good point for you to educate me and some of our international audience out here. There's obviously police, which is funded by each state. So like New York has the NYPD, San Francisco has the SFPD. That's, that's by city. Yeah, that's by city. Yeah, sorry, police, police is city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, police is city. What's a sheriff? A sheriff is county, which is okay. the next larger area. So there's lots of places that are kind of rural. Um, they don't have a city police for all the little towns, right? 
Ah, so they have a sheriff that covers a wider area, but right, fewer people. right, yeah. Okay, cool. What's a marshal? It's a federal group, and exactly what they handle, I don't know because we have so many federal groups, right? We we have the FBI, right. we have the Secret Service, which, believe it or not, does more than just follow the president around. They're actually involved in financial transactions and such, right? So, um, they're they're. I believe they're they're responsible for like um, counterfeiting and stuff like that. That all actually falls under Secret Service. Um, and then we, you know, the marshals. I think, I mean, I always see the marshals as the ones that are hunting down, like people that are are, are wanted, very wanted, right? Oh, so, like Harrison Ford, and when in that movie, like with uh, Tommy Lee Jones, was it U.S. Marshals? Something like yeah, where yeah. he's trying to track him down, that kind of stuff. Yeah, they have like the top 10 most wanted list. They have stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I honestly don't know where their authority lies. But here's what I will tell you. Oh, you know what they do? They, I, If I'm not mistaken, they also do the aircraft stuff, like being a cop on the plane. Uh -huh. If uh -huh. I'm not mistaken. I couldn't be wrong Marshall. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if somebody knows, <laughs> this is a great time to utilize our comments, <laughs> folks, and we'll see it live, okay? Yes. Um, but here's what I do know. It takes big guts to go after a federal group like this because we see what happens when the heat comes on somebody we saw it with dark side we see what happens when they piss off the large fed groups um and, and it's kind of interesting uh there was a talk I, I was watching the other day um where um bryson bort was talking about some things he does ics stuff and, and he was kind of talking about like Exactly where is that line where you go from annoying them to being like a kinetic response, right? We were yeah. talking about nation state <laughs> attacks and like, you know, China messing around with stuff and, and probing defenses. Well, at some point in time, there's a line where it becomes a kinetic response sort of deal, right? Yeah. Um, and I just don't know how wise it is for these groups to go and, and screw around with it an organization like this. Now it's entirely possible, much like with the colonial pipeline system, that this is a matter of a, a an affiliate in a ransomware as a service type thing, accidentally kicking off something that the developers really didn't want a part of. I mean, we know that this, this affiliate uh, developer relationship in like ransomware as a service and malware as a service is an interesting thing. Who knows what's going to happen with that? But, you know, dark side, they hit the pipeline. They came back and said, hold on a second. From here forward, we're going to approve anything that's launched before it happens. And, of course, they still had all the heat on them. So they ended up shutting down shortly afterwards. But I don't know. That's that's what I'm wondering. But God, don't don't go poking the bears, folks. Oh, come on. This is fun. This is this is with I mean, like, as as a bystander, it's fun. You grab your popcorn, you watch them poke them, and then you see them getting poked back with like nine millimeter hollow points or whatever they carry. I, I'm acting like I know what bullets are, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you, you know how when we travel, you always end up with the guy in TSA going like this. Well, you just you just made the list even bigger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny to watch the marshals. And they're like, okay, 
Malik. Here we go. <laughs> Let's highlight his name on the list now. Okay. 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 So, so before before we move on, between <laughs> between police, sheriffs, marshals, on that whole scale, where is Dog the bounty hunter? Um, you know, he doesn't abide by the same laws. You okay. can tell because he doesn't carry a gun, just huge cans of like bear spray. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so the bounty hunters, you know, they get like people that skip out on court. They don't show up. And so they've they've uh, jumped their bond and yeah. then they get paid to go after him. They get some they still have to actually run by, I think, the same kinds of rules that we do. Um, but they get a little bit more leeway from the police because they're licensed, kind of like a detective, like PIs. Uh, yeah, like Magnum. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Magnum PI. Okay, let's. Did let's you move see? On. There's a new one of those. I, I just. Uh, no, no. Unless it's Tom Selleck, I'm not watching it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. We we are losing. We are rapidly losing anyone <laughs> that's born after like 1993 right now it's just like they're like who are these people what are they talking about and uh yeah the Dang film it. with harrison ford and tommy lee Jones was called the fugitive the fugitive I think, US Marsh okay. I think u.s marshals was the follow-up from it but um okay. anyway activision everyone's favorite gaming company uh they got breached in december and they got breached via a smishing attack Smishing, and yeah. uh, someone helpfully posted this on twitter it's like uh, employee status under review this is to a uh, 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 hr employee <laughs> and then they said note please respond with a 2fo code sent and they responded with the code and then it said issue resolved so they're happy interesting Inter you know we don't talk much about smishing and smishing no. For those that don't know, it's like phishing, like you get an email, only it's through SMS messaging. You can see us security people were incredibly um, clever by just adding something to ishing, kind of like the name of this show is Jarek, as in Javad and Eric, right? Super clever. You can tell we're smart by how we come up with yes. stuff like this. But smishing are those text messages you get, and this is actually kind of... It's kind of funny. They're asking for a two FA code. Like, where would some? Where would that just kind of like pop in and just be like, yeah. "Hey, it's Tuesday. Do you like chicken? Send me a two FA code." Like, I just—is this something that normally happens that they have a two FA code? With no, this? it's not. But but I think what what this is is this is just a lack of awareness of how these yeah. things work. People sign up for it. And they're like, okay, I'm going to get a code. I'm going to punch it in whenever someone asks me for that code or reply yeah. with the code. And even though we see now a lot of providers, they actually will send you a, a code and they'll say at the bottom in big letters, do not share this with anyone. Um, people still often fall, fall victim to it. And I think smishing has been on the rise specifically to bypass uh, 2FA yeah. and where it's being used as that text messages being used as a second factor or or what have you so this is where i think it's it's really been ramped up um, um they're pretty clever with some of this man like over here a uh, facebook marketplace okay where people yep. buy and sell a lot of times people will put something up for sale and the scammer on the other side says hey i'm going to send you a code to verify that you are who you say you are because they're scammers right yeah and so somebody gets a code they give them the code and what it's actually doing is they're taking like their phone number that they talk to you out of and they're 
signing you up for a Google voice number. Yeah. And so that 2FA comes through, that rolls through, they enter it. Now they've associated a Google voice number with your cell phone and they can use that to go scam other people. But people go, oh, it must be this 2FA thing that makes everything secure. <laughs> and so they just give them the code. I mean, there's some clever stuff behind what they're doing to get those multi-factor codes. Yep. Yep. It's uh, it's it's all the rage these days, kids. So um, <laughs> I think the simplest way to think about it is the 2FA code you have is just like your passwords. Hey, Ian. Yes, we do have a YouTube channel. It's called The Jerick Show. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of funny. Um, it's a little hard to find sometimes, honestly. Yeah, because it is. It always wants to default over to Jericho. But yes. The Jerick Show is it is the site. And actually, um, are you going there, Javad? Uh, I can go on there. Hold on. Okay. And just, uh, yeah, we can we can tell you where where we're at there. Uh, um, but in the meantime, I'll do some song That's and it. dance. I, I've paused it. I've had to pause it, but this is okay. us in real time. That is. See, this is the kind of customer quality customer service we offer here, um, <laughs> <laughs> along with our great marketing uh, skills. But you can see it's called the Jerick Show. That yep. that is uh, that is the thing. So if you click on there, it's uh, at the Jerick Show. At the Jerick Show. There so we go. That, that's it. Excellent. Thank you, Ian. At Thanks for asking. Yep. Now, so, we've been sidetracked once again. <laughs> it's all right. This is a show for the people, you know, whatever know. the people want, you know. We're like, somebody's <laughs> talking to us. Oh, this is yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story of your life, isn't it? <laughs> that awkward <laughs> well, kid yeah. looking at his own shoes. <laughs> yeah, that describes my dating life in high school, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It's so bold of you to assume that, that try and trick us all into th thinking you actually had a dating life in high school. <laughs> I, I like I, I said don't don't think I don't see you what you did there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, you know, we're in this recession, global recession, we're told about, and everyone's that. trying to find ways to save money. Salesforce. So this reminds me of this urban myth. And you, you might have heard of this before. You know, um, there, there was someone that went to a company that makes uh, boxes of matches, you know, matches. And, and they said, I can save you X amount of money. And they said, okay. And he goes, in return, I want a percentage of the revenue from everything that I saved. They said, okay, if you can save us, whatever. And he goes, you know, the strip that you strike the match against, put it only on one side of the box because there's enough there to light all the matches and you'll save the cost of, of that. And so whatever. A similar urban myth was uh, someone went to a toothpaste company and he goes, I can make you more profitable if you give me a share of the profits. And they said, what's, what's the... Uh, what's the secret? He goes like, uh, make the diameter of the hole where the toothpaste comes out of like one millimeter bigger or two millimeters bigger. So people will end up using more toothpaste. They'll run out of toothpaste quicker. So they'll go buy more toothpaste quicker uh, and what have you. And this sounds like, and these are urban myths. I don't know whether they're true or not, but this next story reminds me of those. And oh. Salesforce has come up with an ingenious way Oh, to no. save money. Oh, no. And that is, well, uh, uh, they are going to sweat their infrastructure like a Bangladeshi kid working in a Nike factory. 
So they are going to get them to work for an extra year uh, or, or, or two for, for all of the infrastructure. So at the moment, like all your hardware that has a three-year life cycle normally, they're saying let's extend it to four years or maybe five years. So, uh, so we will get more bang for the buck in there. And I thought this was uh, an excellent, <laughs> an excellent. Uh, so their CFO in 23 uh, uh, earnings call, uh, you know, we, we are going to uh, change the deprecation uh, of useful uh, life of certain equipment. For infrastructure related equipment, this has changed from four oh. to five years. And for IT employee equipment, it's changed from three to four years. And I know how you are with your equipment. Imagine if you had to run your laptop for four years instead of three, it would be grinding to a halt by the end of that. I actually so, think my laptop is about three years old, my, my work-issued yeah. one. Yeah, so you do um, an upgrade. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I love that they're, they're, they're saying, okay, let's take, let's take the foundation that everything else is built on and let's try to make it work for an extra year. Let's go with the infrastructure and yeah. hope that it holds on. I mean, didn't Southwest Airlines try this last year? <laughs> <laughs> didn't this not work out so well? I mean, the 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 timing there is one of those things that I don't think somebody just was was, you know, reading a newspaper in the restroom and said, you know, arbitrarily, let's make it three years. Three years sounds like a yeah. good number. Flip to the next page. You know what I mean? This is something that's kind of figured out through tried and true sort of yes experience yes. um and kudos to them for being willing to take the businesses that run using salesforce and risk that yeah yeah for them <laughs> indeed <laughs> and what i think is really interesting about this so actually the story goes uh, let me just get the story back the story goes on that it's not actually them uh, it's not the only tech giant that has decided hardware can last mm. longer. Microsoft has extended the life of some servers to six years, while Google stretched the life of servers for to four years and happy running some five-year-old networking kit. You know, some of this probably does, it probably depends on what you're buying. Okay, yeah. so if you're buying stuff that's already, you know, a generation or, or even like, just the current generation commodity type stuff, maybe it's not a good idea to stretch it. If you are buying the, the newest, greatest spending extra to get the new DDR5 or 6 or whatever the hell it is that's floating around out there, right? And, you know, maybe you can pull it out that long, but it just seems a bit concerning. It is. I tell you what's really interesting, though, and, and we'll wrap up on this point. What they probably haven't fully thought is what the backlash from hardware manufacturers will be. Mm. Do you think they will take this lying down? I don't think so. Well, I that's, think that's you know, a good point. There, there yeah. might be some forced deprecation or unsupported hardware or failed components or price adjustments you know oh, oh you're extending the life by yes by one yes. third oh well ironically that's what the price just went up <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> supply chain issues it's yes, supply yes, chain yes. issues <laughs> exactly exactly 
<laughs> no, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. And you know what I mean? In all honesty, we, we got to do what we can in some cases to try to adjust that. Maybe stuff's more reliable than it was. It's probably better not to be filling up the, you know, the <clears throat> landfills and stuff like that with more electronics. And so yeah. if we can, if it works, awesome. If it doesn't, well, crap. And on that note, we will leave Eric because crap is probably the, the thing that sums it up best and uh, leaves us with uh, the state of InfoSec today. I hope you had a wonderful time. We've, well, I have enjoyed having you today and hopefully see you again next week. Until then, stay secure, everybody.